can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back to another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacido, and the Celtics are coming off of a 118-102 win over the Houston Rockets. And boy, do I wish we could play the Rockets every game. They are brutal. So let me start the podcast off by saying that before I dive into the player of the game uh, and run through the rest of the podcast here. The Rockets are really, really bad. With that being said, this Celtics win was fantastic. Everything you want to see in the Celtics on a night-in, night-out perspective. Uh, And I'm going to follow today's podcast, same as usual. I want to go through player of the game, uh, and then I'll run through a lot of the positives Uh, And a lot of the negatives, uh, not a ton in the negatives, but we'll dive into some of those. And I want to look, I guess, kind of into what the Celtics need to do the rest of the season. Last episode, we talked about all the things that the Celtics are doing wrong. Uh, But I want to talk about some of the things that we need to do right moving forward. So I want to start today's podcast off again, same as usual, do player of the game. And I'm conflicted, but I'm going to go with Evan Fournier. You know, this was his by far best performance as a Celtic. And honestly, a lot of people are probably going to say it does, like Robert Williams deserves it. He does. He absolutely deserves it. But tonight, first game for Evan Fournier that he actually looked good. And I'm going to give him player of the game for it. Because the guy came out and was an absolute savage in the fourth quarter. Uh, didn't do much leading up to that. I think I want to say he was one for six uh, through the first three quarters. And I don't think he missed in the fourth. Uh, ended with 23 points, two rebounds on eight of 13 shooting, seven of 11 from three. Which is his career high in three points. Three points made. So overall, this is exactly what the Celtics brought him in to do. It's to hit shots. You look at this bench tonight. You've got Grant with five. Neesmith Neesmith with three. Tremont Waters with two. Cornette, Wagner, Fall, Pritchard, and Edwards all combined for zero points. Evan Fournier, 23 points. So this is this is what we brought him in for. Like we brought Evan Fournier in to give the Celtics some bench scoring, to bring another person in that can score. And this is exactly what he did tonight. He looked so good. So good tonight. A lot of them, a lot of his threes were just off of screens. They were pull-ins. Like, he's not, again, I mentioned this before when we first drafted him. Evan Fournier is not a super, like, ball-heavy, needs-the-ball-in-his-hands-constantly type player. He's typically just ultra-efficient. Last game, the two, the, the, his prior two games in a Celtics uniform, he went 1-0 for 10 
Uh, and then I think three of six last game. And again, that's just off my off my head. So I don't know if that's 100% accurate. But I know he scored six points. I believe if it was off three of six shooting. So first game, not very efficient. Last game, pretty efficient. Not enough of what we need. Tonight was a perfect balance. Uh, eight of 13, which is ultra efficient. Uh, but he, again, he's not a guy that's going to come out and take 20 plus shots every game. And this is kind of the sweet spot. We, we don't really want him taking 20 plus shots because right now those kind of belong to the two J's. Uh, but overall, this is a great, great win for the Celtics. Uh, the other guy that, you know, honestly could have been player of the game tonight was Robert Williams. Ended the night plus 22 and plus minus. Ended with 20 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists. On 9 of 9 shooting. Overall, like, also added, chipped in a steal and two blocks. Like, there is nothing that Robert Williams did not do tonight. He looked unbelievable the entire night. Honestly, even defending Christian Wood. Christian Wood still had a pretty solid game, 19 and 10. Uh, but overall, like he forced him into some tough shots. And Time Lord just was ultra efficient tonight as well. Like nine of nine. And a lot of his a lot of his assists were just ridiculous. He is like threading the needle on a lot of his passes. Like he had an unbelievable assist to Fournier after Tatum tried to pass him the ball, or he did pass him the ball, but he almost like fell out of bounds trying to catch it, and somehow threads the needle all the way from the baseline up to the top of the key for a Fournier three. And it, you know this is this is the type of like. I don't know, even floor general. I don't know if you can call him a floor general as a center, but this is the court vision that Robert Williams has. And it's just unbelievable to watch. Like this Celtics season, if Robert Williams did not take as big of a leap as he did, would be drastically different. And by drastically different, I mean significantly worse. Robert Williams has been such a treat to watch this season. Just Super efficient game tonight. Very happy for him. I think it's his career high in points with 20 points. Uh, and it's he did everything. He did absolutely everything you can ask for tonight. The other guy that, you know, for me did everything we want and more was Marcus Smart. And he's gotten a bunch of shit lately for taking a lot of ill-advised shots. Uh Chalking up three after three after three. Tonight, three of six from the field. He took six shots. And that's it. End of the game, six points. But we what he added in was unbelievable defensive effort against everybody. Christian Wood, uh, literally, he D'd him up a bunch. Danwell House Jr., Jay Sean Tate. Porter Jr., like he deed up everybody tonight. Had a great game defensively. Three steals and a block. Uh, what he did tonight was he was the floor general. Like he led the team 10 assists. 
So overall, this is this is the game that we want to see from Marcus Smart day in, day out. With the addition of Fournier, we do not need Marcus Smart's offense. Before, I mean the Celtics the Celtics needed offense wherever they can get it, wherever they could get it. Because our bench, not very good at shooting. As you can see from tonight, take out Fournier. Uh, but seriously, like this is a this is a really really strong game for Marcus Smart. I mentioned it earlier in the year. His like sweet spot for field goal attempts is like eight. If he takes under eight shots or eight, like this Celtics team looks so good. It doesn't happen very often because he just loves shooting. Uh, but honestly, I mean, Brad mentioned it. Like you take the ups with the downs with Marcus Smart. You know, his defensive effort tonight was absolutely incredible. Uh, and that's, again, that's the reason we keep him. That's the reason we call him the heart and soul. Like, defensively, he is just a, he's a different animal. And he looked really good. He looked really good. You know, the other guy that, you know, I guess both, of the, honestly, both of the Rain and Jays played really well tonight. Uh, both 22-plus points. Tatum, 26 uh, 26 points, 9 rebounds. Jalen Brown, 22 points, uh, 11 rebounds. He actually led the team in rebounds. Uh, and he also chipped in 2 assists, 2 steals. Uh, both of them played really good basketball. Uh, we saw a little bit, not a ton. Honestly, this was one of the, this was one of the few games this season that there was almost zero iso ball. Like, if you look up and down, we just assisted on almost all of our baskets. 46 makes, 35 assists. Well, that's, that's incredible. It's incredible basketball. And that's, I mean, again, I'm, not, I'm never going to say we need 35 assists in a game. If we could, that'd be great. We'd be setting all sorts of records, I'm sure. Uh, I've said it. Twenty six seems to be that magic number. I could, I might have misheard them, uh, but I'm pretty sure they said in the pregame the Celtics are fourteen and three when accumulating twenty five assists or more on the season. Fourteen and three. Again, considering we've played now uh, forty nine games, that's not a, a great number. It means we haven't gotten to twenty five. In a large majority of our games, uh, but this is a, this is exactly what we need on a nightly basis. Again, we played the Rockets, so I'm not going to say that the Celtics are capable of doing this every night. Uh, but this is this is the blueprint. Like you watch this game, this is the blueprint. So it, it's good. I, I said it earlier. I actually tweeted about it, but. You know, if the Celtics offense can look like a game of hot potato, they're moving the ball right. Like, they shouldn't hold the ball for more than four seconds at a time. Like, if you can't make a move in four seconds, get rid of the ball. Let someone else try. But try to move the ball. Tonight they did a fantastic job of that. Up and down. Even Kemba Walker. This is another, it's a game where didn't take a lot of shots. Only shot four of eight, three of six from three. Uh, he ended with 11 points, six rebounds, eight assists. 
So we had three guys, all with eight plus assists tonight. It's just it's unbelievable. Like this is the offense that we need on a on a consistent basis. And again, it's not it's not realistic to say that it's going to happen, but if we can if we can get close, again, this team can make runs. Like you you see them shooting the ball tonight. Like 52% from the field, 41% from three. Again, compared to some of the, the clunkers that we've put up recently, like this is the blueprint. Move the ball, move it fast, move it often. Like this is this is what they got tonight. You know, hopefully, again, we can we can try to bring some sort of intensity close to this. Uh, against the Hornets on Sunday and start uh, some sort of win streak because it would be a beautiful thing if we could. So that's that's where I'm going to wrap up the first half. The This game overall was a, a solid, solid game for the Celtics. Uh, with that being said, it wasn't all good. We let up a couple big runs, so we'll talk about that. Before we do so, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. All right, let's take a quick second here. Shout out a new sponsor, Vidget. Vidget is the first gamified social network for sports bettors. It's 100% free to download and give sports bettors like me and you a place to talk about sports betting and compete against friends. Vidget has a free play sports book, which gives you the opportunity to win real prizes like t-shirts, Amazon gift cards, and even a PS5. They also have really cool betting league features which kind of works like fantasy football for sports betting. Download today using the referral CeltsPod, that's C-E-L-T-S-P-O-D, and get 2,500 free coins to start betting with. All right, Celtics fans, we are back. Talk about some of the negatives of today's game. Uh We'll keep that section short, but I do want to talk about some of the things that the Celtics need to do more consistently to make this season into something, to make some sort of run moving forward. Uh, you saw tonight, again, there weren't a ton of lapses. We did ha- we did let the Rockets go on a couple runs, a couple 8-0 runs uh, at various points of the game. Tonight... What the Celtics did do a lot better of is moving the ball, not kind of not trying to run that hero ball offense. Uh, one of the things that we saw tonight, though, was a higher number of turnovers compared to what we've seen, I guess, in the last couple of weeks. Overall, our offense has been it's been moving a lot smoother. But the turnovers have been down. So tonight ended with 13, which again, it's not a, it's not a terrible number. Uh, but the Rockets did a good job tonight of kind of capitalizing on some of those turnovers. Um, I mean, you look up and down. I mean, honestly, this, this Rockets team is just like really bad. Uh, we saw a couple familiar faces tonight that played pretty well. Uh, Avery Bradley, Kelly Olenek, uh, but overall, I mean, it's hard to pick out a couple things that the Rockets did well. But one of the things that they did significantly better than the Celtics tonight was getting to the line. 
They did not capitalize on their free throws whatsoever. They shot 16 of 26. 61% from the free throw line. With that being said, the Celtics only shot 9 of 12. And I've said this over and over. The Celtics really need to attack the basket more. Tonight, again, it's it's tough because the Celtics' biggest struggle lately has been hitting their shots, hitting their three-point shots. We've been taking a lot of threes. Uh, I think we're in the last 10 games or last three games, I think. We're second in the league behind the Utah Jazz in three-point attempts. So tonight was no exception, but the difference between tonight and every other night in the last week has been the fact that we actually hit our shots. Uh, Again, 17 of 41 from three. The problem that the Celtics keep running into is the ability to get to the free throw line. We shot a good percentage, 9 of 12, 75% as a team. But again, 12 free throw attempts over the course of a game is not very good. Like the Celtics are very capable of getting closer to that 20 free throw attempts per game mark. Uh, And tonight, you just, you didn't see a lot of it. Like looking up and down at this team, there was nobody on the team that shot more than four. Four, Jalen Brown, three of four. Tatum, three of three. Time Lord, two of three. Nothing for Kemba, who has gotten to the line more as of late. Uh, Nothing for Smart. Neesmith went one of two. Nobody else. Nobody else on the bench got any free throws. So that, to me, is still a huge issue. Because there are going to be games where the Celtics play this type of offense, move the ball well, but the threes just won't fall. And I say this with a lot of confidence because the Celtics have played that game several times over the last couple weeks. Like the ball was moving very well tonight. We were not holding on. We weren't playing iso ball. Uh, And fortunately, it gave us a lot of open looks. Tonight we hit them. But in circumstances where we don't, that's where the Celtics run into a lot of issues. Uh, and that, to me, like is a, is a pretty glaring stat. 12 free throw attempts, not great. So that, that, that to me, needs to change. Uh, but overall, I mean, this is it's a pretty good game. It's hard to look at this game and be like mad about anything. We had a 24-point lead at one point. We ended up 16 I mean, sure, again, a lot of it came comes down to 8-0 runs. <laughs> I already talked about it, and that's the difference, eight, 8 points. Uh, but, I mean, overall, I, I'm pretty happy with this. We got out in the fast break, had a couple of fantastic, you know, full-court passes from Kemba. We had one excellent, like, long pass to JB for a layup in transition. Uh, Smart had a, a couple unbelievable passes. Uh, so this is, it's just a, it's a game that I'm not going to say is going to dictate any of the rest of the season because it's the Rockets, but it shows potential. And I'm tired of using that word because time and time again, the Celtics have just taken that word, put it in a ball and just thrown it at you. 
because they don't care what you think they can do. They just do what they want to do. Uh, but overall, you know, 118-102 win. The Celtics start another hopeful win streak, 24-25 and in the season. Again, still pretty far back in the rankings, uh, but it's something like you get a chip away at this point. Again, this is game three of a seven-game stretch, and the Celtics need to make a run. Right now, we're sitting in eighth place. We're two games above ninth. Uh, but realistically, we're a game and a half outside of fourth. And we've got a game against Charlotte on Sunday, who holds the four spot. So if we can win, you know, right there, we're a half game behind fourth place. So that's huge. It's huge. And that's, I mean, that's going to mean all the difference. If we can get into that 4-5 or five slot, that's where we're going to need to be in order to, to try and make some any sort of run at this. We're going to need you know, a 4-5 matchup and not to play the Nets, the Sixers, or the Bucks early on. As much as we can, that's the, that's the most important thing at this point. So honestly, that's what we got. I'll make this one quick. This, is a, this was a fun game against a really shitty Rockets team, but it's a fun game. It's a fun win. We've got another game Easter Sunday. Not quite a matinee game, 6 o'clock, so it's still an earlier game, still an earlier night game. Uh, but this should be a good one. We finally we get to see Gordon Hayward uh, in the garden with fans uh, along with Terry Rozier, so it'll be a fun one. Uh, for now, have a great night, Celtics fans. If you haven't already, follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Uh, make sure to share the podcast. Anything, anything helps. Positive written review, really appreciate it. Share it. Tell your friends to listen. Uh, and then just make sure to tune in on Sundays. We'll have another podcast dropping then. Appreciate the support as always. Talk to you soon, Celtics fans. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it, nah, I can't help it, nah, I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic.